right, all right. What is up? Welcome to the Fitness Your Future podcast, a podcast helping obese individuals lose weight through science and experiences so they can live a longer, healthier life. My name is Edge, and I'm excited to share this episode with you today. This episode, I'll be talking about the BMI chart. The BMI chart has been one of the most controversial tools that has been used in the health and fitness community. A lot of healthcare professionals use it to supposedly determine how much of a risk you are on getting those chronic diseases like heart disease, diabetes, and etc. But the question is, is it truly a reliable tool to actually determine if you're overweight or healthy? In this episode, I'll be explaining, is the BMI chart truly accurate? I'll explain why it's accurate or not. And lastly, I'll determine whether you should use it for your weight loss journey or not. Before we get into this episode, I would like to make it clear and throw in a disclaimer that I am not a doctor. I'm just an exercise science student at the time of this recording, reporting the best evidence that I can find to answer a question. Consult with your physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions regarding a medical condition. All right, let's get the big question out of the way. Is the BMI chart accurate? I got to say, in most cases, no. As a matter of fact, I call the BMI scale the average Joe scale. Why is that? The numbers in the BMI scale are based on averages, but it does lead to many flaws and problems. It's obvious that the BMI chart is super flawed, and it's not a perfect system to determine one's health. The BMI should never, and I mean never, be the sole indicator to determine a person's health. In reality, we got to use some common sense here. I found an article from Scientific American, and they have a pretty good example of how flawed the BMI system is. So, they say if we hypothetically look at a sprinter who is six foot tall and weighs 211 pounds, if we get that person's BMI, they wouldn't have a BMI number of 28. So if we compare that to another person who lives a sedentary lifestyle, who stands at six foot tall and weighs 203 pounds, they would have a BMI number of 27. So if we compared the BMI numbers between those two people, there's an obvious flaw there. And it's pretty misleading the way that you look at it. And it doesn't make sense. Even though the sedentary person has a lower BMI number, if we use common sense here, the sprinter is more healthy than the sedentary person, obviously, because they consistently exercise and use cardiovascular training, which it can definitely increase the lifespan of a person. I would say the main reason why the BMI chart is flawed 
All that it needs is two numbers. Okay, then what are those two numbers then? Well, it's your height and weight. Okay, it seems a bit too vague, don't you think? The biggest lesson that I've learned from my exercise science classes at university is something that I've been preaching over and over again in this podcast. The biggest lesson that I've learned is that context matters. Get that in your head. Why? Okay. So if we take the two BMI numbers with no context, we would automatically assume that the person with the lower BMI number, which in this case is the sedentary person, we would automatically assume that the person with the lower BMI number, which in this case is the sedentary person, is healthier than the person who has a slightly heavier BMI number, which once again, it's the sprinter. Knowing the height and weight is definitely not enough to actually determine if the person is healthy or not. We got to collect a lot more context. What I mean about that is what is their activity levels? What is their lifestyles? What is their nutrition? And what is their medical history and all that other jazz? I'll give you another example why the BMI system is flawed. Let's take a look at a famous NFL wide receiver whose name is DK Metcalf. There's a viral picture of him out there, of him shirtless. So if you want to know what I'm talking about, just simply Google DK Metcalf shirtless pic. Hopefully that doesn't look bad on your internet history. But anyways, if we take a look at him, most of us would say, yeah, he's pretty healthy looking. But the BMI chart says otherwise. So if we take DK's height, which is six foot four, and his weight, which is 236 pounds, DK's BMI number, it would be approximately 28.7, which means he would fall into the overweight category. And he's almost at the cusp at the obese category. Let me ask you something, especially for those of you who are looking at DK's shirtless pick right now. Does that man look overweight to you? Hell no. As we can see, most of his body is made out of lean muscle, and the man has a pretty significant low body fat percentage. And that is why we cannot determine whether the person is healthy or unhealthy just using those two numbers. Those two numbers do not tell the whole story. So should you even mess with the BMI scale? I would say you can if you're curious about it, but once again, take it with a huge grain of salt. And there are so many other ways to determine whether you're healthy or not. And that is a discussion that we'll have later down the road. And that right there concludes my little rant on the BMI chart. I appreciate each and every single one of you for tuning into this episode. If you like this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. And other than that, that's all that I got for you today, and I'll talk to you later. Peace!